All three gentlemen say the chemical spill into the Elk River could have been prevented and that the state and the company involved, Freedom Industries, should have done more. Paul Zimkevich with the West Virginia Water Research Institute says his organization is involved in testing the water in Charleston. An ounce of prevention is worth a ton of cure. And if we, if we had proper regulations concerning the safety of large tanks, this wouldn't be an issue. Even if, the, even if the tank had leaked, it would never have gotten off the site. Zimkevich says he's recently been to Charleston and drank the water. He says he didn't hesitate because he couldn't detect a strange odor from the water. But he adds people shouldn't drink it if they are detecting a foul odor. For my personal use, I would recommend that if you can smell it, uh, don't drink it. It should not smell funny. But remember, these, these water distribution systems are not just a straight pipe going from the, the, the plant out to your tap. There are big water tanks along the system. There are, you have uh, hot water tanks in your, in your house. There are reservoirs. There are public buildings that have cisterns, water systems. There are dead ends leading to fire hydrants, and these drain slowly. So it's a very complex uh, network out there that stores some contaminated water for a very long period of time before it starts getting in, back into the water system, and other stuff flushes through very quickly. So you can have water flush through. And then you have uh, back pressure that allows water to come down out of a dead end, like from a, a fire hydrant, and now you've, you've got the smell coming back again. So I would, I would be very, very cautious about it. The chemical MCHM is used to clean coal. It was developed to meet newer, more stringent clean coal regulations as a substitute for diesel fuel. Some question the need to continue developing and using fossil fuels like coal, since environmental problems so often seem to be the trade-off. West Virginia University doctor Alan Ducketman says there are needs to be balanced in using extraction resources. In, in everybody's defense, that's not an easy thing to do because we rely, we rely for our health on these useful products. We are not ready yet to do without fossil fuels in order to stay warm in the winter and cool in the summer and to light our homes and to, and to run our hospitals. So we need those things. But we also haven't yet found the right balance where, where, the, where the industries have some responsibilities. This includes being held fiscally responsible for violating the Clean Water Act, which is what occurred as soon as that chemical reached the Elk River. Pat McGinley, an environmental lawyer, says enforcement is just as important as regulation. Regulation is not a dirty word. It not only protects public health, it also protects jobs. We could also try uh, actually enforcing the law, which was intended to protect uh, our nation's water. We've done better than we uh, did before the enactment of regulation, but just having laws in the books and regulations on the books doesn't do the job. The law has to be enforced, and those who have that responsibility uh, in too many instances are, are falling down on the job. McGinley says he hopes the incident is a wake-up call for residents to press their legislators harder on these issues and to hold those responsible accountable for their actions. Alan Ducketman says the heroes in the Elk River spill should be commended for the work they did as well. There have been some, a, a few. Um, I'd have to say that when people needed them, day one, Kanawha County, Kanawha Charleston Health Department made very, very clear explicit instructions about what was open, what was closed, and that saved a lot of grief. An upcoming LawWorks television show will be dedicated to scrutinizing the actions Freedom Industries took in the wake of their spill.